0: Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how a runner can heal a plantar plate sprain. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running, even if you've been injured. How can a runner heal a plantar plate sprain? Well, First of all, a plantar plate sprain is an overstretched, possibly even partially ripped ligament on the bottom of one of your little toe joints in the ball of the foot. Now you may hear it called several different names. It can be called a plantar plate sprain, a torn plantar plate, a partially ruptured plantar plate, or pre-dislocation syndrome. Regardless of what some doctor calls it, they are all basically a sprain of the plantar plate ligament. Now when you get a plantar plate sprain, there are really three key issues the first is inflammation the second is tissue damage and the third is too much stress preventing healing you have to address all three if you really want to get better quickly and get back to running now the very first stage of a plantar plate sprain involves inflammation within the plantar plate ligament and the joint capsule now you have to remember that the plantar plate ligament is a thickening on the bottom of the joint capsule where your toe actually touches and connects to your foot. So, because that joint capsule connects the proximal phalanx bone in the base of the toe with the metatarsal bone in your foot, doctors call it the metatarsophalangeal joint, but the specifics and technical terms are just not really important. What is important is that you realize you can get the swelling out of that tissue that lines the inside of the joint. The tissue is called synovial tissue, and the synovial tissue actually makes the synovial fluid that lubricates the joint, and nourishes the cartilage within the joint. And when that tissue swells, the ball of the foot can feel sore, it can feel puffy, it can feel swollen. Sometimes it just feels like there's a lump underneath the ball of the foot. Some runners will say it feels like there's a sock bunched up under the foot as well. And all of that discomfort and all those weird sensations are mainly because there is swelling within the joint capsule. And it can be pretty easy to calm it down pretty quickly. Now sometimes the pain you feel when you press on the plantar plate ligament directly is actually because the plantar plate ligament is injured. But a whole lot more of the pain is because there's swelling within the joint and when you push on the foot, it hurts that swollen tissue. If that's your case, that's a really good thing. If you aggressively treat the inflammation and you get a rapid improvement, then you know most of the tenderness is from the swelling. Now, if most of the problem is related to the swelling, you may only have a plantar plate injury that's really minor. If you aggressively treat this swelling and you get the inflammation out and you get very little improvement, then your doctor would probably have to assume that you have a more significant damage to the plantar plate, like a little bitty tear or a rip or a partial rupture, whatever you wanna call it. But let's talk about what happens when you treat the inflammation and the swelling rapidly subsides. If you've been aggressively treating the inflammation, you've been doing the contrast bath routine, you've been wearing compression socks, you're elevating your foot, and you're doing many of the other things that we talk about to reduce inflammation and your discomfort goes away, then it's probably safe to start exercising. The first thing you have to do is address the inflammation. You have to get that fluid out. And there are a lot of different ways to do this. You know, you can elevate the foot up above your heart. That always helps because your foot's way up above your heart. It uses gravity to pull that fluid out of there. You can wear compression socks, they help because you're squeezing the foot and you're pushing the fluid out. You can apply ice, or even better than icing, you can do the contrast bath routine. Now, You could take anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen or naproxen. But for a number of reasons, I don't often recommend non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs for most runners when they get a sprain of the plantar plate. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs have been shown to impede healing of structures made of collagen. And the plantar plate is really nothing more than a thickening of the joint capsule and it's all made of collagen. The plantar plate ligament and joint capsule, since they're made up of collagen, you don't want to do anything that's going to inhibit collagen production. You need to do the opposite. You need to rebuild collagen. That's obviously most important when you have damage to a structure made of collagen. So even though it may seem like a reasonable thing to think an anti-inflammatory drug might be a good thing when you have inflammation, these pills are best avoided when you have a plantar plate injury. And we created a separate lesson that actually shows you the specifics on each of the recommended strategies that i just mentioned to reduce the inflammation so make sure that you check those out now the first benefit of reducing inflammation is that you're going to have less pain less pain is a good thing for many reasons most importantly when you stop the inflammation you have less inflammatory fluid around the injured plantar plate in that joint area and the inflammatory fluid contains degradative enzymes which are supposed to break down collagen and Again, since collagen is one of the primary building blocks of healing during the early initial stages of any injury, you have to make sure you're not slowing down the initial healing process just by having all that inflammatory fluid soaking in there and eroding that healing plantar plate. So one of the biggest benefits of getting the inflammation out is it helps you make a better assessment of how severe your injury is. Don't ever forget, no matter what a doctor tells you, every runner is different, every patient is different, every plantar plate sprain is different. So if you're going to heal faster, if you're older, if you're younger, you're gonna heal faster. If you're older, you're gonna heal slower. Most people understand and accept that as fact, but what most doctors don't really seem to wanna accept is that a mild plantar plate sprain will heal a whole lot faster than a severely torn plantar plate. They don't all take the same time to heal. If you have just a little bit of inflammation around the plantar plate ligament or within the joint reinforced by the plantar plate ligament, you may completely calm it down just by doing all the things I teach about to reduce inflammation. But don't think treating the inflammation just means taking a pill because I don't really think that works. The more things that you actively do to reduce the inflammation and get that fluid out of the ball of the foot, the faster the plantar plate sprain is gonna calm down. So that's step one, get all of that inflammatory fluid out. Now the second step is to truly heal the injury. This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You do have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you you have to do something to repair the damaged tissue. Now, if you have a plantar plate sprain, we presume there's a rip, a tear, a split, some kind of damage to the plantar plate ligament. Although most people think they should get an MRI to look at a plantar plate sprain, you don't always get to see the full extent of the damage. The slices on an MRI are often so far apart that sometimes the MRI can miss the tear completely and you don't see anything, so you incorrectly think it's okay. Now in other cases, the soft tissue inflammation can look really bad and it may be unnecessarily alarming. So an MRI will not always give you an accurate picture of the problem. An MRI will also not really help you decide whether or not it's safe for you to run when you have a plantar plate sprain. As an aside, I think some runners who get pain in the ball of the foot which a doctor has diagnosed and labeled a plantar plate sprain, it's not really a sprain. Technically the ligament is not really torn. It's just an inflamed joint capsule and if you just have some swelling in the joint connected to the plantar plate ligament, you don't really need to heal the plantar plate ligament. You just have to calm down the joint. But if you do have a real plantar plate sprain, you have to heal that tiny little tear, that little split in the ligament and that's which is what we call a sprain. So ligament healing works like this. And what happens is you get a little tear in the plantar plate ligament. You get bleeding there, right? So you tore some tissue, you get bleeding, you get a blood clot. The blood clot forms between the ends of that plantar plate ligament in the area where it's torn. Now the blood clot kind of starts to solidify and it turns into this plastic-like material when it congeals. It's sort of like glue repairing the tear in the ligament in the very early stages. Now once the inflammatory phase of wound healing ends within a couple of days, the proliferative phase of wound healing takes over that second phase of wound healing the proliferative phase is where the real healing happens you start getting little strands of collagen forming within that blood clot and they grow in and the collagen fibers reinforce the glue and support the tear in the ligament making it much much stronger the newly formed collagen fibers start to stabilize the tear in the plantar plate ligament at that point you'd have a lot less pain because the injury site has so much new strands of collagen stabilizing it that the plantar plate ligament may not even hurt when you like push it or you move the toe a little bit. So there are two really important points here. The second phase of healing, which involves the actual rebuilding and repairing of the plantar plate sprain, does not begin until the inflammatory phase is over. So that again, just points to the fact that you have to get rid of the inflammatory fluid first. You don't wanna get stuck in that phase. Number two, you have to also let the collagen form without disrupting healing. You need to make sure you have a diet which will support the healing process. Collagen is a type of protein and to build protein in your body, you need to eat protein and you need to have collagen in your diet. If you eat lots of meat, you probably get enough of this. If you're concerned that you don't have enough protein in your diet, you can also take collagen supplements specifically formulated to help rebuild collagen now it's not just collagen alone your body also needs vitamin c copper and other micronutrients that really help to build collagen efficiently after you get some stability and a little initial healing around the plantar plate sprain your body's going to start to turn the ligament healing site into a stable strong well-repaired plantar plate ligament during this process of collagen formation and maturation of the plantar plate ligament you have to make sure you don't do anything to disrupt the healing So one warning, plantar plate sprains can be extremely frustrating and notoriously difficult to heal. Part of the reason they can be so difficult to heal is that runners get fooled into thinking the ligaments healed. If you think about it, when you get a little bit of immature, weak strands of collagen stabilizing this little tear in the plantar plate, it starts to hurt less. It hurts less because it has a very small amount of collagen fibers holding it still. If you walk on it in cushy running shoes or if you push on it gently with your fingers, it doesn't hurt. But it isn't fully healed at that point, it's only stable enough that you can tolerate pushing on it a little bit with your fingers or walking on it in some cushy running shoes. And this is a common problem about four to six weeks into the the recovery process. Many runners get a plantar plate sprain. they start to show initial signs of healing around four to six weeks, a bunch of collagen's formed in there, and the runner gets tricked into thinking that it's completely solved. You know, you've been sitting on the couch, but then you push on the foot and it feels okay. So the next day you put on your running shoes and you take off for a run. And during that run, you step on it just the wrong way, you pull apart those tiny little strands that were holding the sprain ligament together, and just like that, you're back to square one. So a good rule of thumb for most runners is to give it an additional two weeks of healing before you run on it. And what I mean by that is that if you push on it, if you walk on it, if you're evaluating it, and it seems like your pain's completely subsided, wait two more weeks from that point before you run on it. Make no mistake, more than any other doctor on the planet, I want to give you permission to run. I want you to run as soon as possible, but there's nothing more frustrating to a runner than losing weeks of healing and having to start all over. So make sure you know how to truly evaluate the strength and stability of the plantar plate before you run on it. Make sure it's sufficiently healed so you don't lose all of the time you invested in the healing process. If you're a runner and you're running on it every week or so just to do a test run to check it out and see how it feels, you're just gonna be ripping apart all those immature little collagen fibers. Obviously, that's gonna slow down healing. Now, that doesn't mean you can't maintain your fitness, and it certainly doesn't mean you have to quit running entirely. You just have to make sure you're not disrupting the healing process. So that takes us to the third issue, which is too much stress applied to the plantar plate. Don't forget, whatever you did whether it was running hills, whether it was running stairs, whether it was running on uneven surfaces, spending too much time at the gym on the elliptical trainer, doing too many lunges at the gym, doing too much of anything that stressed the plantar plate before your body could fully recover, you did something that injured that little ligament. If you keep doing the same thing, you can expect the same result. You can expect the plantar plate to get worse if you're doing the same thing. Now, obviously, you're not gonna keep doing the same thing while it's injured because it would hurt. But to get the plantar plate to completely heal, you definitely need to have less stress on the plantar plate than you did when you injured it. So you have to do something to decrease the motion that would apply stress to the plantar plate. You have to do something to decrease the pressure applied to the ligament to let it heal. Now, doctors often refer to these two ideas as either immobilization or offloading. Immobilization Just means that you're holding the body part still so it can heal that's not really complicated offloading means you're taking pressure away from one area and you're moving it somewhere else so it can heal the most effective form of offloading is using crutches you know if you don't put your foot on the floor you don't walk on it you don't stand on it obviously there's no pressure at all but that's not going to work for you as a runner sometimes doctors think of not running as a form of offloading just because you're applying less stress to the foot once you stop running. Of course, again, like I said before, not running doesn't really mean you know a good treatment plan and not running doesn't really work for most runners. So the point here is that you should think of relative immobilization and relative offloading. If you use shoes that are stiffer and have a curvature under the ball of the foot, which prevent the toes from bending, and they decrease the stress to the plantar plate ligament, that's actually a form of relative immobilization because you're moving the toes less. If you tape the second toe to hold it still and decrease the stress applied to the strain on the plantar plate ligament on the bottom of your foot, well, that's a form of relative immobilization. You're moving it less. If you modify pads and you place them underneath your shoe insert to take pressure away from that particular plantar plate ligament and move it somewhere else instead, that's a form of relative offloading. If you wanna heal a plantar plate sprain, you really have to focus on all the different strategies and ways you can decrease the motion, decrease the stress, decrease the pressure, and let the plantar plate ligament actually heal. And we discuss all this stuff in vivid detail in the rest of the lessons in the ball of foot pain course for runners and the plantar plate course for runners. And you can go through those lessons and walk you through all those different strategies that you as a runner can use to decrease the stress to the plantar plate. You don't necessarily need a cast and crutches. In fact, most people don't, but you have to do something to reduce the stress. Most of the time runners can do this at home without even seeing a doctor. You just have to understand what the options are and then pick the ones that are gonna work for you. Again, if you want to run and you want the thing to heal, you just have to make sure that the total amount of stress applied to the plantar plate is low enough so you're below your threshold for healing. Again, just to summarize, number one, get the inflammation out. Number two, make sure you're getting the building blocks in to rebuild the collagen. And three, reduce the stress pressure and motion to allow it to heal. Then all you have to do is monitor your symptoms closely. If the pain's going away, you're on the right track. If you're swelling and that sort of lumpy sensation and the ball of the foot is going down, you're on the right track. And once you know that you're on the right track, then you should very carefully and deliberately start ramping up your workouts so you can stay fit. The goal should be to maintain your running fitness, keep ramping up activity, while your symptoms keep going down. Don't just rest. That's really important. You have to think about this. Don't just stop running. Be proactive. You have to make sure. You have to understand the ways to heal. You have to get back to running. And above all else, make sure you know exactly how to evaluate the strength of the plantar plate ligament yourself so that you don't undo the healing that's taken place if you start running prematurely. You have to be very careful about that. But if you do all of those things, if you're cautious, if you're diligent about this, you can heal your plantar plate injury and you can get back to running.